2: now
3: Five, four, three, two, one. Let's talk about it Hello beautiful people. How are you doing this evening? Hope you're having a wonderful evening. We are going to talk about the Twitter. Is, is that okay? Is it okay with you? Is it okay that we talk about Elon Musk, you know, the African-American? Is it okay that we talk about that? And, you know, and and I bring that up because a lot of people had it in their minds that being African-American only pertained to black people or brown people. It's not. There's a lot of white people from Africa and they have this idea. It It has been a conditioning thing it's been a conditioning thing by the left to get everyone to believe that African-American represents black people in the United States of America. And a lot of people don't know. See, when Jesse Jackson first heard the term African-American, he ran with it and because he was in the political realm, he ran with that idea and started spreading and it went like wildfire because it's like, oh yeah, listen to that. It's like going back to our heritage. African-American Well, I've never been to Africa. I would like to visit, but white people can be African-American Elon Musk. The first time I recognize it is when I would, when I was living in California and I was working it and I met this, this man, he's from South Africa. He was white. His wife is from South Africa. She's white, had blonde hair and they were considered African-American. Because I had the conversation when we see, yeah, on my citizenship, it said African American. It straight up said it. African American on his citizenship. But if you bring that up today, there's a lot, especially black people, they, they act like, oh no, that's our, that's our term. That's our phrase. African American. It means black. No, it doesn't. I prefer people, when they talk about someone, if you have to describe Will Johnson, if you have to describe me, I'm a Christian, I'm American, that happen to be black with dreadlocks. I wear eyeglasses, I have on a Let's Go Brandon t-shirt. <laughs> okay, so you can describe me that way, but I've never been to Africa. Well, the main thing here is that the left, they're so upset with Elon Musk. I mean, they're there's to the point to where they feel like that they lost the Civil War again. They're acting like they've lost their their control over slaves. This is the way they're acting. This is a 100 percent on the way they are acting. And. Even though you have free speech on Twitter now and the twats on Twitter don't like it. There's some stuff that I really would like to talk about. You know, I really would like to talk about this evil person, but this evil person is their God. So I can't, I still can't even talk about him on these socialist media platforms because they will go ballistic. Now, if I was just only exclusively on Twitter, then I could. Cause a lot of people are talking about him now. And of course they're all upset about it. But what I am going to talk to you about this evening is about how the left perceives Twitter. Now, did you know before Elon Musk purchased Twitter, they were saying that women were being attacked like in the, like 80%, 86% of the women have reported on Twitter that they were being attacked on Twitter. Now, mind you, none of this was a problem. So in the past, apparently this had to happen in the past two days, the way they're talking in the past two days, women have been attacked 80, per, 86% according to the left. And Twitter is only a voice mechanism for wait for it. Wait for it. White men, You hear that? They're literally saying that Twitter is only for white men. But yet all of these people, they're staying on Twitter. They didn't have any issues with Twitter. 48 hours ago, just 48 hours ago, they were like, oh, my goodness, because they didn't think it was actually going to go through. They didn't think that Elon Musk was actually going to pull the trigger on it and able to do it. Some of the leftists right now believe that the federal government should step in to prevent Elon Musk from buying Twitter. They're really saying this. They're wanting the federal government to go into a private business and, and stop Elon Musk from buying Twitter because they do not want Elon Musk to open up free speech. And it's happening right now before, what year is this? It's the midterms. Right before all of this, they do not want it. They can't stand it. But listen to this. Listen to how the hatred that comes out of these donkey's mouths, these demonic people, listen to how hatred they are. And they try to say that those that are on the right, white people on the right, they're the hateful ones.
4: Listen to this. And I think it's going to be scary to a lot of women because there have been some surveys done and 38 percent of women around the world have said that they have been on the receiving end of a lot of abuse on Twitter. Eighty five percent of women have said that they have seen the abuse. And what's interesting to me about.
3: okay, let me stop it real quick. Now, is this abuse when Jack Dorsey was the head of Twitter? Was that when the abuse was taking place? Someone please explain it to me. Cause Jack Dorsey was there and he was total leftist. And now all of a sudden he's kind of like flipping his story a little bit. Right. But he's total leftist. So was all these women getting attacked before then? Or is she talking about the full on porn that was happening on Twitter? Which part is she talking about? She doesn't want to talk about it. But listen, Twitter
4: is only 22 percent of adults um, are on Twitter in the world. And that's from a 2019 Pew study. Um, and so Twitter is not the real world. And in fact, on Twitter, it is predominantly straight white men. So when-
3: predominantly straight white men like there's a problem with straight white men. What is the problem with straight white men? Someone please tell me. I mean, there's a reason why. There's a reason why they're straight. There's a reason why we have talk. There's a straight white men. Right. There's a reason. And what's, so what is the problem with straight white men? There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with them. They have a problem with straight white men because predominantly straight white men believe in God. They're Christians. They believe in freedom. They believe in family. That's what straight white men believe in. And there's amongst other things, but they don't believe in all this wokeism. And that's their problem. Straight white men, that's their problem. Listen.
4: Um, are on Twitter in the world, and that's from a 2019 Pew study. Um, and so Twitter is not the real world. And in fact, on Twitter, it is predominantly straight White men. So when Elon Musk says, wow, this is about free speech, it seems to me that it's about free speech of straight white men. And so let them have it. Let them just go at it. I enjoy the block button on Twitter.
3: I mean, seriously. I mean, y'all hear, y'all heard this, right? Let them go at it. Let them have it. They're upset because People like me, I, I, I've been on Twitter. I've been on Twitter since 2008. Since 2008, I've been on Twitter and they and they can't stand it. And they they shadow ban me like no tomorrow on Twitter. The twats that work there, they shadow ban me left and right. They didn't want anyone to see a black man saying what I'm saying. And y'all know that I don't ever curse at people. I say I call them out for what they're doing and they don't like it. Of course. Right? So they can't have that. They can't have someone that looks like me speaking out against the wokeism. They constantly want everyone to believe in this wokeism. Here I have another one for you. And again, this is all of them gearing towards to get everyone to believe that now all of a sudden that Twitter is a racist platform. They're saying that freedom of speech means that you're racist. They're literally saying this. Think about that in the United States of America, where they all say that they, they like the constitution when they can use it against us, right? That's when they like it. But the U S constitution says that we have freedom of speech and they don't like it. They've already, and I've told this story so many times how they want to do away with the constitution because they said the constitution is out of date document. They have said, I've said it multiple times because they keep doing it. They keep repeating it. They keep pushing the idea of it. Listen, listen to this one. Listen to this one. I mean, dude next to Joy Behar looks like the devil, right? He has a dragon behind him and Joy Behar, Joy Reid, and she's a devil herself. And yes, I did say this about a black woman. She, can, she's a devil herself. She is not a nice person. She lies constantly. She pushes out propaganda and she's constantly defaming people. Ron DeSantis saying that he's anti black when she, when he's not. completely lying about everybody but again listen to what they're saying what free speech is
5: elon musk lives in a world in which the only kind of free speech is white men feeling Mm -hmm. free Mm -hmm. to say whatever the hell they want and what he doesn't understand what a lot of those folks don't understand is speech is actually freer when everybody everybody not only has the opportunity to have an account and uh, able to afford a phone to be able to tweet but can feel safe uh, can know that they're not going to get harassed can
3: okay let me stop it there let me stop it there and i gotta take it back so y'all can hear that one more time that he actually that he's actually saying this that the twitter free speech is that everyone can have an account when they were banning people left and right that didn't have this woke ideology they have this wokeism, they were banning people left and right and they were celebrating it they celebrated the day they removed president Trump from Twitter. Y'all remember that they celebrated like this is wonderful. They removed them. Yes, yes, yes. But now they're saying that freedom of speech, everyone should have an account. Everyone should be able to have a voice. Everyone should be able to express themselves. Now they're saying this and they go on to say that the only reason why that Elon Musk is wanting to do this is so that they can control what happens come this November.
5: Speech is actually freer when everybody, everybody not only has the opportunity to have an account and uh, able to afford a phone to be able to tweet, but can feel safe, uh, can know that they're not going to get. Harassed, can know that they're not going to get outed, can know that they're not going to get piled on by the kind of astroturfed uh, stands of some very rich man. Uh, and this future in which there would actually be more abundant and equitable speech terrifies the crap yep. out of people like Elon Musk.
3: I mean, seriously. Right. He's supposed to be terrified. What is he? Why does he have to be terrified? And let me let me talk, say something else about Elon Musk, because a lot of people right now, they're they're like, don't trust Elon Musk. Don't trust Elon Musk. Don't trust Elon Musk. I mean, why do you need to trust him in the first place? I mean, let me give you an example here. And and it's really kind of it's really interesting how people are acting here. Right. You're going you get in your vehicle and you're driving down the street. And you have traffic going the opposite way of you. You at some point, you have to trust that they are going to stay in their lane. Don't necessarily mean that you trust this person wholeheartedly going to give your life to that person. No, but you're going to trust that person is going to do the right thing. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're looking at their phone and they veer off into the wrong lane and then bam, accident. But for the most part, every single person getting their vehicle, they're trusting that the person is going to stop at the stoplight. They're going to stop at the stop sign. They're going to adhere to pedestrians and they're going to stay in their lane. That's the same thing that's happening here, but people have taken it to another level. Like, Oh my goodness, you can't trust them. He's going to put computer chips in people's brains. If you are going to build something like Elon Musk has done, and he actually, this is not new technology. He just, he just basically enhanced it. We have quantum, we have quantum physics. Now he's basically enhanced it. You tell somebody who's walking around or not even walking around, rolling around in a wheelchair for 20 years. And he comes along and he says, Hey, we have the technology that can make it where you can walk again. But some people go off the deep end saying, Oh my goodness, don't do it. It's the devil. <laughs> Every technology that is created is not meant to be it is not all of it's meant to be bad, evil. People take stuff and they do evil things with it. We see that all the time. Can they take stuff and when they do this neural implants and it become evil? Absolutely. And so for some reason, people are missing what I'm saying here. And I've had conversations with people and they get stuck on the whole point that he's going to put chips in people's brains. Is it an option? for the person in the wheelchair. How many of you right now that have limbs that don't work and you would love to be able to use them and have the choice. Now, if he comes start trying to force this onto us, then I agree with you. We have a different story. If the government like, Oh yeah, we got to force these chips in everybody's brains so we can control them. I agree with you. They're already controlling people with your cell phone. And it's not even just them. You see, a lot of people only think about physically touching the brain. People are not thinking about being spiritually touched here, right? People don't think about that. They only think about in the physical world. They only think about what the flesh is happening. They don't think about the stuff that we feed ourselves. For example, like you can watch these TV shows and these movies, they have these warlocks and these demons and these witches and they make them all out to be good. And then they put all the transgender and stuff on the TV and they make it all out to be good. And people feed their spirits, feeding their minds this crap. And they, that's what they're feeding themselves. But no, 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 no. You can't do a computer chip by choice because it's completely evil. But yet people watch these evil shows constantly and they can't differentiate between what's good and what's bad any longer. People are getting desensitized to it. So let me play something else for you. This is with them on. This was on Fox News when they're talking about Elon Musk and how the wokeism and how they're all upset and talking about free speech and they're all the left is just completely going sideways, butthurt hurt because we're getting free speech. We can say what we want to say now. Listen to this. Heads up, Larry. You're on. Uh, why is
6: Musk's control of of Twitter a political earthquake?
7: Well, look, it's it's going to open the door, reopen the door to actual free speech. Exactly. Uh, which is great for democracy. Just in time and for the November election. The left. Yeah, it's seven months ahead of the November elections. And so he calls himself a free speech absolutist. I mean, here's here's his line. This is how he's going to run Twitter. Free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy, and Twitter is the digital town square where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated. So you can just think of this. People have been banned, almost all of them conservatives, have been banned from Twitter and these other places like Facebook and Google and Apple, but especially Twitter, uh, sex, sex, uh, gender, racism, COVID, uh, political, January 6th, open borders. Crime. I mean, all these issues, if they don't conform to a woke leftist point of view, they get banned. And that's why I'm saying because of the importance of Twitter, or at least I assume the potential importance of Twitter, I think they'll pick up followers. This is all going to change. I mean, just in the last, what, 24 hours, I'm reading Tucker Carlson, my pal Tucker Carlson, the Babylon Bee, Charlie Kirk, uh, Penny Nance from concerned women. They've all had their accounts restored.
3: You know what? I didn't even know that Tucker Carlson's account was suspended. I didn't even know. I was just thinking that, you know, I I didn't even think to go look for him because I was thinking that, Hey, they're hiding me and maybe they're just hiding everybody else. I had no idea that they did this Tucker. He works at a, he works at Fox news. I'm about to say reputable, but he works at Fox news. Right. And Tucker Carlson, he doesn't go out there and just make up stories. He pretty much talked about the left and all the corruption that they're doing. And they removed him from Twitter, but now he's back on Twitter. Seriously. And I'm wondering if I've been wondering all day about a few other people. Are they going to allow, are they going to bring him back on Twitter? Seriously. And they should. They should. And, and people like, so there's this one guy. Go by she, Sean King. I don't know if y'all have ever heard of him. Sean King, Takum X or whatever. He, he, you know, he, he basically like shut down his account and made it look like he deleted his account, but he didn't delete it. All he did was just shut it down to where it looked like he was just angry. Say, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. And it was just a stunt to get people to talk about it. And then of course he's back right back on Twitter. And he's not going to go anywhere. All of these twats on Twitter saying that they're going to leave Twitter. If they, if Elon must buy it, they're still on there. Just like a lot of them said that they going to leave the country if President Trump won. They're still here. They never left for the four years President Trump was in office. He, they never left. They said, they sat here and complained. And now they're, and now they feel like they have everything that they want and they're still complaining. They're still complaining and they want to move on to destroy the nation.
7: I mean, I might go back. I haven't been on Twitter in years because I got so sick of it. I might go back on Twitter. A lot of people may go back on Twitter. Conservatives who were banned will go back on Twitter. And again, this comes in the run-up to the election. It's the woke left's biggest nightmare.
6: Okay, that's the politics of it. Turn it around and look at the economics of it. Can Musk make this a very profitable and dynamic forward-looking company.
7: Well, look, I have to believe he can. I mean, among other things, everything he's done has been spectacular. I mean, this guy's a genius. I mean, the left is already attacking him. Listen, this is so much fun. Uh, Black Lives Matter is attacking him. NAACP, tragically, is attacking him. Media Matters is attacking him. All these Washington Post opinion writers are attacking him. The New York Times is attacking him. So... (laughs) I mean, he's laughing too. I mean, he's,
3: everybody's attacking him. All of the left is like, "Oh my goodness, he's racist." Hillmonis is racist. He's racist. He, he's racist. Why is he racist? Because he's helping black people. Or oh, when well, he's not directly helping black people, but black people are getting, you know, they're they're being able to have a voice too. But he's just
7: racist. Everyone's attacking. You must him. Must see him as a significant threat. Look, the guy's a great businessman. Okay, and I believe he'll make a terrific go of this. My hunches do. Look, my hunches. A lot more people will either come back to Twitter or will be allowed back on Twitter or will flock, new people will flock to Twitter because it now becomes more free speech. Democratic, small d. So I think they have an excellent chance to pick up lots and lots of advertisers. Walt Disney and other woke companies may not want to advertise. Tough darts. Who cares what they want to do? Their day has come and gone. This is a tremendous victory for free speech. This is a tremendous defeat for the woke left. And I just love it. I am irrationally (laughs) exuberant over the political consequences of this Move by my hero.
3: Elon Musk, a hundred percent. This is a defeat. This is a blow to these woke anti American socialist democrats. This is a blow to them. And well, you know what? This is really good. But you know, let me let me be clear about something. Just because Elon Musk did this doesn't mean that the left are going to do something. You know, and I'm just waiting. Now, Twitter is up right now and it's functioning. And I, I actually put a, a tweet out on Twitter asking, how long do you think that the the communists that still work at Twitter will start shutting down services, right? Just think about it. Because a lot of them, they're, they're, they're angry. A lot of them say that they're going to quit Twitter. And I'm just wondering how long they're going to quit Twitter. And there's even talk discussion about Elon Musk possibly moving Twitter Right down the street from me. <laughs> I mean, they have SpaceX here. They have what is the other company, uh, boring here. They have, uh, I already said SpaceX. They have Tesla here. Tesla is right down the street, right down the street from me. And Abbott said, Hey, if you want to move Twitter here, by all means, you already got all the other ones here. Make it easy for yourself. He says, we'll make it easy for you. And they're absolutely upset that you have someone like Elon Musk making free speech free again. Now, of course, you have the left. They're all upset because the town square. And for all of you that have been watching my videos and watch me in the past and talk about, you know, the different things that's happening about social media. And I've even had I've, I've even interviewed. Uh, how do I want to say? It? I interviewed constitutionalist conservatives, right? Our lawyers, constitutional, constitutional lawyers. That's what I'm trying to get out. I've interviewed constitutional lawyers. And when I've had this conversation with constitutional lawyers, they were all saying that, well, you know, Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, all of these places are private businesses. They can block and censor anybody that they want to. Well, the problem that I had with it is that you had the federal government working with these companies to censor conservatives. So 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 what ended up happening was the federal government used social media to Hinder and block people's free speech. The same thing that's happening in Russia, Russia, Russia. And I'll give you an example here. You know, the United States of America, my opinion, the way what is, what is going down is because of all of the money that we're forking out. We're the only nation on the planet that's forking out billions of dollars to Ukraine. We're the only country. There's other countries that's, you know, forking out just a little bit here and there. If you don't believe me, I'll put it up on the screen. They're just showing just a little, they're just doing a little bit saying, Hey, yeah, we're here, but you know, that we're just here basically, but the United States of America is overwhelmingly forking money out. And the reason being, this is my.
8: Now.
2: Order now
3: personal opinion on this. We, the United States of America, America, United States of America, we're at war with Russia. We're just using Ukraine as a proxy. Does anyone understand that? It's the same thing the government did when it came to social media about hindering free speech of conservatives. They use social media as a proxy. Jinzaki like already mentioned it that they're they, that they've worked with social media platforms to try to to stop disinformation, misinformation, and misleading. So how why do they get to determine or decide what is misinformation, disinformation? Anything that is not wokeism is. And for everyone that's been watching my videos in the past, I've constantly been saying. That the social media platforms, that is the new virtual square. I was saying it for years. I've been saying it for years. And now all of a sudden the left is saying the same thing. They are calling it the town square and they're upset saying that Elon Musk has purchased. He privately owns the town square and because he privately owns the town square and he's going to allow people to have free speech. It is a major problem now. It's a major problem. now. Listen to this.
5: People 100 years ago did not own portals into a billion people's minds in real time. Right. The nature of the technology Mm. is now such that if you are now Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg or others, it is not just owning a newspaper or owning the rail and owning the railroads and owning this and that. It is specifically this particular kind of straw into the live consciousness of a very large chunk of humanity at all times. There's studies that have been shown that this power can be used to tilt elections. If someone mm-hmm. were to want to use it that way,
3: you, are you hearing this? Is anyone paying attention to this? Do you hear what he just said? That's exactly. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They're 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 they're, pl- they're putting their playbook out. This is not me saying it. And I hope they don't ding me saying that I'm putting out something that's not true when they are the ones saying it. Listen to listen to this one more time. Carefully, this is on DNC. Will Johnson didn't say this. So I'm still I'm still kind of hoping that they don't ding me for exposing them
5: live consciousness of a very large chunk of humanity at all times. There's studies that have been shown that this power can be used to tilt elections if someone mm-hmm. were to want to use it that way. Um, and so what you're seeing right now, and I called it winners take all for a reason. This is the winners take all playbook first. Yeah. You just try to make money. That's the kind of foundational uh, overriding goal. But if you just do that, you're gonna have regulatory pressure, you're gonna have people mad at you after a certain point, you are gonna have all kinds of problems. And so what you do is you take the spoils of that money making and you buy political influence in Washington, you fund super PACs, you fund things like the Federalist Society, different approaches that you know well. And then uh, you start investing in rigging the discourse. It's not enough to just rig law and policy. You want to rig the discourse. You want to make sure you control the terms. On-
3: are you hearing this? This is, I mean, this is remarkable. They're actually saying what they've been doing, and she just uh huh uh. And and now they're trying to ex- they're trying to make the excuse or the the notion that Republicans are going to be doing what they have been doing. They're the ones saying it. Listen to them. This is this is like unbelievable. And it's like, do they even understand what they're telling us? Do they understand what they're sharing with us? The same tactics that they have been doing, they're talking about it,
5: which people can talk back at you. Uh, right. I'm curious what the safeguards are at Twitter after this acquisition. Do, do people get to read the DMs of the huh. leading dissidents and? <laughs>
3: is. do people get to read the DMs? I'm 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 assuming that he's talking about direct messages. Right? Do people get to read the DMs? This is this w- w- what we're seeing here is completely ridiculous. And for those of you that don't believe me when I was talking about the let me see, about how much support, let me put up on the screen. And I shared this uh last week even Look at, look at the numbers and I'll make it full screen so you can see it better. Look at that. This is, this is how much support the United States has been putting out there. And I did this last week. Look at, look at that number. That's in billions in euros. Mind you, mind you. This, this is, this is where it shows in euros. We're looking at all the other nations are like, yeah, we're here. We're here. Yeah, here you go. We just got a little something for you. We're here. We're here, United States of America. Overwhelmingly, this is a proxy war. This is a proxy war between the United States and America. And now they're even talking about, or Russia even talking about nukes. They even talking about nukes, saying that if you if you continue to support Ukraine that they're threatening the United States of America. I played that last night as well. And they said, Oh, don't worry about it. This is the left saying, you know, he's just blowing off steam, hot air. He's not going to do anything. You know, they all said that he wasn't going to invade Ukraine in the first place. Oh my, how they were wrong. And they want us to just believe this, go right along and say, you know what? He's right. He's right. They're not going to do anything. These people lie constantly. They don't have any issues lying at all. So I have another one here. Uh, let's see. What is this? This one's really important. And I've been meaning to do it, and I apologize. I've been meaning to do a report about you know all of these, these warehouses and these meat factories lighting up on fire. It's just in all of every ever since this year. I mean, it's like over 20 now and they're just being set on fire. And it's like, oh, we don't really need to be concerned by this. Should we not be concerned? I mean, it's going to cause a problem. Because they're doing it to meat factories, They're not just meat factories, they're doing it to produce factories throughout the nation. And it's like almost like keep it on the hush, hush. Tucker did a report on it. And it went viral. But for some reason, the mainstream media still don't want to talk about it. And they're trying to act like it's not going to be an issue here in the United States of America when it comes to food. And I've had many people in the past and and I have people in the past sit there say, well, you're trying to feel mine. You're trying to get people to buy something on your website," because people were asking me what to do. And I said, well, you know what? I told you what I've done. On my website, I put it on there Hey, say, this is what I'm doing. When I do something myself, I put it on the website so people can, because people ask me, I said, look, I put it on the website. One of the things, and, and people go, well, it's kind of expensive. I said, well, think about if you don't prepare now. And, and it's not even necessary that you have to buy from my website. You've got to prepare for your family. You understand what I'm telling you? You can't sit there and say, well, you know, I'll do it later. Just, you know, and, you know, I should have time they're burnt when they're, when they're burning down these factories like this and they're pretty much keeping it on the hush hush for the most part, you should, you should, you should be really concerned. You should be really concerned on why they're trying to keep it quiet. Right. And it's not just in one state. It's all across the country. Even here in Texas, California is all across the country. You should have at least three months food supply at least three months three months seriously think about it listen to what. listen to what Jen Saki says L- listen to what Jen saki says
4: we are not expecting a food shortage here at home uh, but we are acting to bolster food security around the globe both unilaterally and in conjunction with allies and partners
3: Y'all hear this, right? Let me, let me, cause this is only a 10 second clip. Let me play it one more time for those of you who just missed what she said, because it's really important how they are trying to get everyone not to think about all of these factories and the food issues here in the United States of America. Did the food, the food issues just didn't start because of Russia, Russia, Russia. Okay. They can't, what are they going to, and they like to blame them. Biden's already done that too. He's already blamed them on that. But so listen. You cannot do. You cannot sit idly by and do nothing. Listen one more time.
4: We are not expecting a food shortage here at
3: home. We're not expecting, but we're already seeing it. This is so they don't want to get people to panic. I'm telling you, you better panic and get ready. Now I'm not telling you you need to panic. Oh, run around like a chicken with your head cut off. You need to get. You need to get ready. You need to get in gear. This thing is real. And I'm not trying to fear monger to scare you. You, This thing is real. If you prepare now, then when it all hits, then guess what? You're going to be prepared. But if it all hits and you don't get prepared, you're going to be like, oh, I should have. I should have. You ever been in that situation? You'd be like, man, only if I only if I only if I only if I.
4: We are not expecting a food shortage here at home, uh, but we are acting to bolster food security around the globe, both unilaterally and in conjunction with allies and partners.
3: So they're going to work on a food shortage around the world. But here in America, no, we want the United States economy to collapse. That's what the whole Build Back Broker is about. I've told people that multiple times. You don't have to believe me. Don't prepare and wait and find what, what happens. Seriously, just sit by. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. All right. Let me say thank you to a few people that have blessed me before we go on to this next one. We're going to talk about just a little bit here. We got to talk about it. All right. We got to talk about it because these people, these evil people are still going after our children. Well, Lori, thank you so much for the cash app. You are amazing, Lori. Thank you so much for that blessing. Thank you, Lori. Lori is awesome, actually, everybody. Lori, I like Lori. You are awesome uh sherry thank you so much sherry thank you so much for the blessing sherry on uh, i think this was facebook stars right and shelly shelly thank you so much as well for the facebook stars thank you so much for the blessing and then we have sherry and then sherry another sherry okay hey sherry thank you so much for that i really do appreciate it i really do i can't tell you how much uh aaron thank you so much thank you so much as well for the blessings thank you so much and then tony Tony, thank you so much for the blessings, Tony. I do appreciate it. Then Roy, what's up, Roy? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And then Susie, thank you so much, Susie, for the blessings. I really do appreciate the blessings from all of you. And thank you so much, Susie. Okay, so like I said, I want to talk about how they're still targeting our children. And we shouldn't let up on it. We shouldn't forget what they've been doing in the past. And, you know, I should try to look up that video again and just have it on standby where Joy Reed was saying that the CRT was made up by right wingers to try to scare Democrats to vote for them. She literally said that just disregarding all of the parents that went to the school board meetings and reading the curriculum about CRT. Right. You think we should be able to be done talking about CRT. Right. But they're still trying to push it. They just repackaged it, renamed it so they can try to sneak it in. That's all it is. It shouldn't have any form anywhere because it's targeting white people, targeting white kids, trying to tell white kids that they're bad. And, of course, telling black kids that they're victims and everything. But not only that, they're targeting children when it comes to sexualizing them. They're still trying to sexualize children, even though Ron DeSantis did it. They're actually picking steam up to try to even do it more. They're so angry right now. They can't stand it. They can't stand it. Listen to this
8: religious speech yes and the superintendent has to prove that he was ostracizing players and you know not favoring them if they didn't participate they so far what I have seen they have not proven that this will be a very important case for religious liberty uh, but also maybe a great time in our country's history where we rethink whether or not we have public schools maybe we should not have the government involved in education at all uh, so parents and teachers and administrators can make those decisions themselves instead of having the government impose it on them because it is the public school aspect of this that is creating the legal challenge
3: okay let me stop it there because not only like i mentioned before i played this clip how they're targeting children and trying to sexualize children they don't even want you to pray at school so in this case what what is happening a coach a football team he decided after the football game Not during, not before, but after the football game, when people can leave, he and he's not forcing anybody, he's taking a knee and praying. And they're having an issue with it. They're angry about it. See, this is how demons do. They don't want you to pray. Let the man pray. You don't have to stay. You can get up and leave the stands, but they can't stand to see it. They hate it. And then when they get other students to get involved and they're saying they're praying, they can't stand it. Satan can't stand it. Satan will try to do everything he can to keep prayers from happening. That's why when we say, when we say we need to pray for one another and people say, well, I'm praying for you so you can continue. You know what? I appreciate every single one of those prayers because those prayers work. How do you think I'm still here? How do you think I'm still here? Because of your prayers. Seriously, your prayers and, of course, your blessings. But your prayers make it all happen. God hears you saying that, God, please use Will Johnson. He is doing something that some people are not doing. Some people are afraid to do. Some people are afraid to speak up about. And then when you have a coach like this is just praying afterwards and the demons hate it, that's when you need to do it. It's a total disgrace. It is infringing on his first amendment. He's not, he's not making it a school policy. He's not making it a team policy. He's saying, this is something that I'm going to do. You can participate if you want to, if you don't want to, no problems. But they can't stand it. They don't want him praying at all.
4: And what yeah. do we do with the people who can't afford private? Like, what does that look like? Because each state allots some money, so they would get that money, I would assume. Isn't that what Florida what wanted, you wanted to do? vouchers.
8: That's what Florida Yeah,
4: did. that's what Florida wanted
9: to do. Yeah,
8: yeah. You, could have, you could have, we could entirely rethink, okay, I'll tell you why I say that. It's because the two most powerful teachers unions in the country mm-hmm. are opposed to Coach Kennedy. They, they are using they? their heft and their influence to make sure that he loses this case. Emily, you've dealt with the ninth, ninth Circuit before. This is a case that came up through the Ninth Circuit.
3: You know what? And, and look at look at that picture. And look, Let me make it full screen. Do you think any of them were forced? Do you? None of them were forced. I guarantee it. Not a single one of them were forced. But Satan can't stand it. And because the way Satan has infiltrated our schools, like I mentioned before I played the video, how they're doing with all the kids and the transgenderism, how they're doing the CRT, that's all of Satan. And then they don't want to see you praying. Who does this hurt? Seriously, now they'll allow Muslims to pray two and three times a day at the schools. They even have prayer rooms for Muslims. Yes, they do. Look it up if you don't believe me. But you can't do this. Oh, no, you can't pray to almighty God. You can't pray to Christ. You can't do that because then it becomes a problem. The Satanists don't want to see it and they don't want you to acknowledge God. It has always been the Democrats that wanted to remove God from the schools. It's always been the Democrats. It's always been the Democrats, the left. The entire left It's always been the left that want to reject God, that has been rejecting God it has always been them a hundred percent a hundred percent okay so you know what i have something that i want to play i don't think i played it yesterday i think i actually ran out of time um let me see if i can find it because all right let me ask my producer did i play the one yesterday with uh At the school board, where he was complaining about, you know, the transgender kids not being able to support the athletes. I did play it, man. I got so much going on. It was state legislator. Okay, all right. Here's one that I know I didn't play, and this kind of goes right into. uh, Let me see. Where's it at? Where's it at? Come on now. Come on now. Okay, we'll just do this. I'm going to make it big here. I'm going to dress it up here. Okay. yeah, I know I know some of y'all don't like this dude. He's a complete imbecile, right? But listen to what he says here. Listen, because it's, it's really important. And see, I... I is,
9: For the next... six.
3: Uh, uh, let me take it to the beginning here.
9: Let's be absolutely clear about why our prices are high now. Two reasons. First, COVID... The way the global economy works, if a factory in Vietnam makes a computer chip and shuts down due to COVID in Vietnam, the ripple effect can slow down automobile manufacturing in Detroit. So because of the pandemic, we've had disruptions in our supply of important materials. So prices went up. Just look at automobiles. Last year, they accounted for one-third of all the inflation in America, one-third. Was because of automobile companies couldn't get computer chips, so I'm calling on Congress to pass the bipartisan innovation bill to make more of these chips here at home and speed up the supply chains. The second big reason for inflation.
3: Okay, let me stop it. The, and the only reason why he's attempting to do that is because he wants people to believe that he's trying to fight for America when he doesn't, and he he doesn't care about America. I mean, seriously, he wants to have the power to control. He loves the position that he's sitting in, being on strings, right? But he does, he doesn't care about America. And you know, the left they hearing this, I'm like, oh my goodness, you want to bring you want to bring jobs to America? No, we don't want to do that. You're doing the same thing President Trump did. But I don't think you know I don't buy what he's saying. I think he's just saying this to try to deflect between the him and the Hunter Biden laptop.
9: His gas prices.
3: Man, here we go. Gas prices. If they don't ding me on this, this is this nut job saying it. Now I want to remind y'all, gas was like two forty six, two forty seven before this idiot walked through the uh, through the White House doors. Remember, just remember that, like two forty seven. And what is it now? And listen, who he blames?
9: And it's Vladimir Putin's gas price increase. Russia, Russia, Russia. Putin's invasion of in Ukraine has driven up gas prices and food prices all around the world.
3: So why were the gas prices up and why was the food prices up before Putin went into Ukraine? Can someone please tell me why they were up? What was the excuse then? Why did Peter Ducey go to the press conference and Jen Psaki and ask Jen Psaki why are the, the price of meat going up? Why are the price of produce and everything in the grocery store is going up, and this was before Putin invaded. Why was the price of gas and all of that going up? Why were people talking about it, complaining about it, before Putin? Why This man, he, he's unable, he's, un, he's unable, not capable, of taking responsibility. And you remember when President Trump was in office, they kept saying that, hey, he's the leader, he's the president, he needs to take responsibility.
9: We saw that in the most recent inflation data and doing everything I can to bring down the price to address Putin's price hike. That's why I authorize the release of one million barrels per day for the next six months from our strategic petroleum reserve.
3: Okay, and again, I looked it up with my producer the other day, and the United States of America consumes, what was it, 200, 100, 130, 136 million barrels a day. And he's talking about 1 billion. I mean 1 million. Okay. 1 million barrels, right? 1 million barrels, 1 million barrels. So why he's, why he's going to do the 1 million barrels. We still got 135 million that we consume every single day. Think about that. They did this to us. They did this to us. They, they put us in this predicament. They caused this, they caused all of the chaoses, and I've constantly mentioned that over and over that this was happening by those on the left. All right, let's oh, hold on, I gotta plug this in. Look like I ran out of juice here. Or did I? Okay, there we go. All right, let me say thank you to a few people. Mildred, thank you so much for the cash out. Mildred's been around for a, a while. And Mildred, you are awesome. Thank you so much, Mildred. I really do appreciate it. Karen, thank you so much for the stars. Thank you so much, Karen. And then Sherry. Sherry again. Wow, Sherry, thank you so much. You are a blessing. Thank you so much for the stars. And for those that don't know, on the other platforms that we're walking on or that, that you're watching this on right now, it's stars. Or like super chats on YouTube, Sephirus on Facebook. For those of that you that didn't know. Okay. Um, Sherry, again, thank you so much for the stars. Thank you so much for the blessings. Thank you so much. And then Roy, thank you so much for the stars as well. Thank you so much, Roy. And then Jacqueline, Jacqueline, thank you so much. You are amazing. Thank you so much for the stars. And then Gil Lan. Jill, was it Gail, Gail Ann Gail Ann <laughs> thank you so much for the stars thank you so much for the blessings okay everybody the hour went by really fast didn't it amazing thank you so much everybody thank you so much for all the blessings thank you so much for all the prayers and thank you for not being afraid to hit the share button and if you're watching this on Twitter right now thank you for retweeting thank you so much for retweeting Get it out there. Retweet it because the twats don't like Will Johnson. (laughs) God bless everyone. See you on the flip side. Peace. I want to thank you for tuning in and listening to this broadcast. Thank you so much. Do me a favor. Subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe to it. Share this everywhere you can. We are viewer and listener supported. Anything you can do to help us out is greatly appreciated.
1: now